thank you very much for joining us. Um, you know, the, the game is on. No disrespect to your uh, former team, but how much are you rooting for Pavelski right now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, Joe, uh, would, you know, very happy for him to get a crack. And also Tom Holy, who used to work for the Sharks as the media relations guy, is a good friend of mine. So uh, he's there as well. So um, they're there. And I have a few friends still in Tampa. So uh, probably leaning towards them tonight. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, looking back now, uh, what are your fondest memories from your series, the celebration after game seven and the, and the, the summer long celebration? When winning the cup? Yeah. Oh, man. Jeez. Uh, it's, uh, well, it's a blur for one. <laughs> that, uh, the, week, the week after you win uh, is a complete blur. Forget about it. Um, and then, uh, but I just remember celebrating. I think the night that we won, uh, once kind of the media left our room, uh, you know, our family, our families came down. Once they left, it was just kind of the boys and it was just a bunch of adults acting like complete idiots and, and kids. Uh, you know, there was, uh, you know, uh, champagne and booze and guys are doing slip and slides and just acting like complete idiots. And, uh, that's probably my, my fondest and, and best memory of the whole time. Just, just a bunch of guys grinding through nine months of work and, and finally seeing it pay off. And, and again, 40, 40 year olds, 35, 30 year olds acting like a, a bunch of uh, uh, kids again. It was great. Well, I mean, you'd be hard pressed to see somebody who hit it as hard as Ovechkin did when he got it, but yeah, I can uh, imagine. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, trust me. There's uh the guys, uh, you know, when the two, what is it? Why, why two K was it? Everyone's like, that was going to be the end of the world. It's kind of like that where you're just like, you forget that there's going to be a tomorrow and then you pay for it the next day. Oh, yikes. <laughs> but what was more rewarding, like winning the cup or an Olympic gold medal and to do it with so many of your teammates? Yeah, that's, I've been asked that many, many times. That's an easy answer for me. It's uh, it's, uh, the Stanley cup. I think, uh, growing up as a Canadian boy, um, this, I mean, just playing the NHL was a dream, but of course the Stanley Cup is kind of what you dream about. The Olympics weren't really on the map when I was a kid. Um, at least it wasn't the goal. Um, so, and then you get, just get, again, you get to grind with your guys for nine months, plus training camp, all, you know, all the ups and downs, whereas the Olympics are, I think, maybe two or three weeks. You're in and out. Um, again, obviously very special, but, uh, but nothing compared to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, well, I mean, as an undrafted player coming out of, you know, Miami, uh, you know, what was able to drive you to show your talents and prove all these scouts wrong? Yeah, it was, uh, it was just trying to get my foot in the door. And I think I've been verbal about the story. The only way I got in is the, the, the football, or sorry, the golf instructor at Miami, Ohio was a part-time scout for the Florida Panthers, uh, Bill Davich. And um, at the time I was runner up for Hobie Baker. I was, you know, arguably the best defenseman in college hockey. And I think there were 10 rounds at the time and I couldn't even get a sniff. So it was, it was very tough. It was just a matter of getting an opportunity. Um, and thanks to Bill, you know, Florida signed me. They had no clue who I was. Uh, and, you know, I, it took me half a year in the minors and then got my shot and, you know, took a few years to kind of get the real opportunity. But, uh, you know, if it wasn't for that, uh, you know, for Bill, I, I don't know where I'd be today. Well, I assume that you keep tabs on what the Sharks are up to. And with so much talent on the blue line, being a blue liner yourself, you know, what is your take on kind of what happened this past season? Jeez. How long is this? <laughs> <laughs> How, many hours? How many hours you got? 
you know, it's, it's tough to say. Obviously, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys that probably didn't have the best seasons. Um, yeah, there's just, there's just so, so many things that can go wrong, and, and a lot of things did. Uh, obviously, this is a very talented group. Uh, I think they need to make a few changes. Uh, I'm not here to discuss what those changes are. <laughs> but I think uh, a few tweaks, um, you know, there, there's too much talent in that locker room. I, I think uh, them not making the playoffs was pretty shocking. But, um, you know, there's definitely a few changes that need to be made. Well, I mean, you talk about the, you know, you're not here to talk about the changes right now. And I get that. Uh, but when I saw you speak at a fan event, uh, I want to say maybe a couple years ago, uh, you know, you mentioned that like you weren't even interested in kind of like getting back into hockey. You were busy uh, finishing a, a beautiful new home. You're enjoying taking your kids to uh, to and from school and everything like that. So now I'm just kind of wondering, <laughs> you know, it, the the house I'm assuming is maybe no, a lot. No, I'm in it right now. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. So so the the house is done. Are the kids sick of you yet? I know it. I think there might be an opening with the sharks. You never know. Uh, you know what? It took three and a half years to build this home, and uh, it was literally like having a full-time job. Uh, the contractor was one of my good friends, and he said he had never met anyone that's been more involved, and he's been doing it for 35 years. So um, that was basically took three and a half years of my life, um, you know, and only really in the last year or so have I been what I would consider really retired. And obviously with COVID now, it's, it's, it's kind of gotten crazy where I'm doing nothing. So uh, I don't know that I'm ready to jump back into anything yet, but, you know, how much hockey I watch now compared to my first year, two years, three years, every year it's getting more and more. So I love the game. I love the sport, but uh, it would have to be the right position at the right time. Uh, and that's not an easy thing to do. But you're not getting in anybody's way. You're, you're just lifting some heavy stuff like with faith no more. Just kind of like <laughs> whatever you want to do. Just I'll just I, pick I, that up. I listen, I listened to, uh, yeah, I mean, music was such a big part of my life and I got to, you know, pre COVID, I got to, again, through faith, no more, just like hockey, you meet a band, you kind of meet a bunch of different guys in other bands and so on. And got to kind of do my own little mini tours with a few bands here and there. So it's just kind of living this alternate wannabe roadie lifestyle, which was great. But, uh, obviously, uh, you know, with COVID it kind of put things to a halt, but just kind of really enjoying the, 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 the my life away from the game. And, um, but at some point I'll get, I'll get bored and, and COVID's really for the first time in my life, I'm probably a little bit bored now, but uh, we'll see how, you know, once life resumes, we'll see what happens. Well, have you picked up a, picked up an ax, got a guitar? I, I did. I did. I have a, I have about four guitars over there. Uh, I pick, I hadn't picked it up until uh, Corona started just kind of sitting around doing nothing. Got a couple of those apps got through a few things, learned a little bit of tool, learned a little bit of, you know, this, a little bit of that, Foo Fighters. Um, but it's, I got to say, it's so frustrating. It's so hard. Uh, and I don't know that my patience is good enough. Um, so uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I picked it up, but I put it down because I was, I was getting ready to smash my guitars. It was, it's, it's pretty freaking hard. Uh, yeah, I, I've been playing since I'm like 13 or 14 and I'm not even, yeah. I'm, it's insane. I, the calluses, the hands, the wrists. I just, I'm like, I don't, I don't even know how these guys do it. It's incredible. Yeah. I know, I know like enough to get in trouble. But you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, see now we know you're into some of the, the heavier groups, shall we say? Yes. And, um, 
like uh, so do you have serious like are you like jamming uh, the octane or i i uh in the car in the, i have a tesla in the car i think they use slacker or something so i just i'll have like my 10 15 favorite bands and then from there it's it's kind of like a you know one of those uh algorithms where they place you know bands similar to what you like so that's kind of what i listen to most of it and then i have about three thousand songs on my phone so i have a gym here when i work out my gym i usually throw my my phone on shuffle and just kind of go through all my stuff <laughs> yeah there's see now you know i've been a fan obviously if i don't know if you can tell from the background here but uh been <laughs> been a bit of a fan for a while um and you know i'm remember those days in the early 2000s and mid 2000s that uh you know around your arrival that the skate out music you'd hear some stuff or, or i should say the warm-up skate you hear some stuff that shall we say was a little more edgier on the rock side and then kind of like towards the end of your time in san jose all of a sudden it's just a lot of oh god it was it was a battle i mean uh <laughs> Again, I was in Tampa for five years. Thankfully, they I sort of became the DJ. But the room's the room clears right away as soon as I uh, as soon as I start playing my music. And it was pretty much the same in San Jose, um, you know. And I wouldn't play my stuff. I would play the mid level, you know, Metallica, Foo Fighters, stuff that the guys can get behind. Um, but the room was still clear most of the time. And I'd I'd have like my kind of right before we would go on the ice, which would be your more mainstream stuff. So the guys would be in for that. But uh, yeah, definitely, uh, I don't know, rock and roll is not dead, but the, certainly the, it's, it's, it's <laughs> there's a different type of music out there for, for, for a lot of the, I don't want to say young kids, because it makes me kind of old, but uh, yeah, definitely not, uh, not my style of music that's being played out there so much. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. That's I got Octane going, and yes, you know. Octane was my uh, yeah, was Turbo is the other one yep. I used to listen to. So those were kind of my two, like you know, your I was like my '90s alternative music. That's kind of that's that's what I was into. Yeah, no, I believe you me. I miss that. I got to, you know <laughs> hear, hearing some of the uns uns uns. You know, I, I can't do it, man. I cannot do it. Yeah, I was just kind of like, I could, I could just picture you guys during like the, the, the warm ups when you're out there and you're like, okay, can we get something with a guitar in it once in yeah. a while, please? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and even, even the, even like, God, you want arena rock? Like, it was just, it was just the same song, like ACDC Thunderstruck. Like, if I hear that song again, I'm <laughs> like, lose my mind. Even like Faith No More is my favorite band. They would play Epic and, I don't need to hear Epic ever again, ever yeah. again. you know? So uh, it's, it's, it was pretty tough. Yeah. I think we can all probably move on without hearing, you know, welcome to the jungle. Enter oh, Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> Enter Sandman. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just played it to the ground. Absolutely. Uh, now, you know, I was, this is just kind of a, a, a fun fact. And if you don't want to go down the road, I completely understand it. But uh, one of the guys that's part of this group happens to, have gotten a hold of he purchased the jersey that you were wearing when you scored on nabby okay <laughs> and so he wanted me to ask like you know do you ever give nabby hell for not stopping that damn puck <laughs> but uh, go ahead no i i have and and i don't mind talking about it it's fine um i think what a lot of people don't know is that um it went off the guy's shin pad yeah. so had I put it directly, I mean, it, it, it's bad no matter what. It's a, the worst result possible. But had I put it directly in, then that's, that's, I think, a whole lot worse. But I was actually just trying to get by the four-checker. 
yeah. goes off a shin pad and in. But the key here is Nabby was not hugging the post, so that should never go in. <laughs> and if I could try a backhand from that spot right there, I would say a thousand times, <laughs> maybe ten thousand times, it it may go in once, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so that was a complete complete freak. Uh, Freakish thing, but uh, again, obviously, we responded real well and, and won the series. So, well, I, was I, say, I wouldn't have been able to, to, to go on had we lost the series, but thankfully, we uh, managed to, to get it back. Well, and what did it mean for you to score the first goal in the yeah. next game? Yeah, I mean, I don't know that it was because me, it was me that was putting it in, but uh, it was, you know, I think that again, I think I mentioned it in my interviews after the game, it was I was going to have to wait 48 hours and. I've always had a hard time after a bad game, regardless of score. If I didn't play well, I wouldn't sleep well. I wouldn't function the next day. I, I just kind of took my homework. I took work home with me, which no. was not one of my, my good traits. I, I, I carried that stuff with me all the time. And uh, 48 hours really was really tough on me. But, yeah, certainly scoring that next game and, and winning the game and then winning the series made it uh, – was, was kind of a nice twist to the story. Well, uh, finally here, we just, um, there was a, a couple fun questions that were thrown in and it was the sharks pointed out some day jobs you had years ago, whether it was weatherman, movie usher, any of those things like, uh, can you share any stories or like your favorite shoot from doing some of those things? Cause they're all really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think the sharks are well, I mean, I think they have a, a reputation of being one of the best teams as far as creative creativity mm -hmm. when it comes to that stuff. Because there's a lot of stuff that they ask you to do as an you know as an athlete that it's just like, <laughs> man, this isn't even funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't even want to do this. This is awful. But thankfully, with the sharks, you know, with the weatherman and uh, you know a few of those um, Christmas commercials we did, um, like know, the stand-up comedian one. Yeah, they gave us carte blanche a little. Well, at least they gave me carte blanche a little bit, just because sometimes the lines were weren't great. And uh, um, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. And again, I think the Sharks, compared to other teams, have one of the better teams behind them as far as allowing for for creativity and make it interesting. You know, yeah. and you know, with interviews and guys and their cliches. I mean, it's so boring. I can go to sleep through half of them. I mean, say something interesting. Say something different. So, um, you know, I think, again, the Sharks had a, had a great team for that. Yeah, well, you know, got to get pucks deep, right? One <laughs> game at a time. Pucks deep, you know. <laughs> can't be on our heels. We're going to be on our toes. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I was never one for the cliches. I, 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 I personally don't enjoy. I mean, the guys, you know, after you hear these same questions a thousand times, I get it. You're bored of them. All. But, um, yeah, definitely the cliches kill me. Yeah, I will say that that was one of the things that I think kind of shocked a certain amount of Sharks fans after the transition from Pavelski to Couture is that Couture seems to be shockingly honest post-game. Yeah, that's good. I think, you know, you have to – certain things you have to keep. I mean, I've been asked questions too where you, you have to keep it in the locker room. You, you can't reveal everything. I know the media thinks they know everything, uh, but they don't. And, and certain things you, you have to keep within the four walls of the locker room. So – I think there's, there's a line there that you can't cross. But at the same time, um, you know, and Logan's great. Um, you come in, they come in the locker room less than five minutes after a game. And some guys can blow it off a little easier for when you're cut a little differently. And I think Logan is a little bit more along the lines of me where I'm not ready to 
you know, let go of this right now. So they, they, sometimes they come in a, a little too early, in my opinion, and, you know, you're going to get a little bit more honesty from guys that are, are still a little bit more fired up. Yeah, I can completely see that. Well, uh, I want to thank you so much for joining me and checking in. Um, totally appreciate this. Uh, if, if not, you know, on the defensive coaching staff in the future, perhaps a gig as the musical director. That would be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm not opposed. I love music my whole life. I could not, I can't play instruments as I've, as I've said, but uh, music's always been a big part of my life and, and I wouldn't be opposed to, to doing something completely different, you know, adjacent to hockey, but, but, but different. So we'll see well, what happens. You're still local. And once we get beyond COVID and everything like that, you could just, uh, you know, get a gig as the guy who like, you know, unloads and loads the trucks as the shows come in and out, you know? I have done that. I was a roadie with Faith Memorial for a while. And again, that's, that, that was fun uh, for me because I only did it for a couple of weeks, but. Uh, yeah. The guys that are doing it on two year tours. For months at a time. Um, it's, it's a grind. It's, it's a tough job and, and, and it's not, it's thankless. So um, yeah, that's, that's a tough gig. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks again for joining us, man. Take no it problem. easy. Thanks for having me.